in business, relationships matter. We all know this, right? If you want to get a job, who you know matters. You want to build a partnership, who you know matters. But if this is the case, why is there no great software to manage this whole process? Well, there is as of now. It's called PrimeFlow. PrimeFlow helps you build a relationship-driven business and even allows you to build a whole agency around your network. With PrimeFlow, you're able to connect multiple parties like clients and partners. You're able to organize high-quality prospects at scale who could potentially be business partners in the future and once people do business with each other that you've connected you can then get your fee through PrimeFlow. in a world dominated by excel and old crms products like PrimeFlow are a godsend so thank you so much PrimeFlow, for sponsoring this episode of forward thinking founders if you want to build a relationship driven business and build an agency around your network you need PrimeFlow. go to primeflow.com or just email me matt at mattsherman.com or dm me on twitter if you want to skip the wait list and get access immediately that's primeflow.com or email me at matt at mattsherman.com or dm me on twitter primeflow.com build a relationship driven business All right, let's get into the episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Lauren Cohen and Chris Lachance, who are the co-founders of Skillful. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks for having us. It's going well. How are you? Doing pretty well. I am consuming my first cup of coffee for the mornings. I'm feeling fantastic and ready to dive into what Skillful is. But people that don't know what you're working on at Skillful, can one of you kind of let me know what, what is Skillful and what are you working on? Yeah, for sure. Skillful is basically Lambda school for BizOps. We don't do an ISA right now, but the Lambda reference is more for the fact that we're a high quality training program. We're building the first online learning program for non-technical roles, like strategy and ops roles in tech, which is our current focus in Beachhead. And then we plan to tackle other non-technical roles in tech and then business roles outside of tech once we've nailed down our model. Um, just for a bit more background, we launched in May. We're in the middle of our third cohort, kicking off our fourth one soon, and we've graduated about 51 people. So this is, I would say, like a fairly big deal because you got all these um, coding boot camps. They're all great. You know, the coding boot camps are fantastic. But And what they've truly done is shown like a new way to teach, a new way to learn. But like, I personally haven't seen so many on the business side. So th- this is exciting. What, what can you kind of dive into a little more about like, what are some of the things that you teach? Or what do the students learn? Um, specifically, some of the skills If someone was like thinking about going through it, what can they expect to learn if they go through skillful? Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So we're teaching people basically what we believe to be the modern business person skill set. So we're grounded in two fundamental beliefs. The first is that the old adage, who you know, um, not what you know, is the most important thing for your career is wrong. And actually, it should be learn what you need to know from who you need to know. So that's our first fundamental belief. And then our second is the importance of learning together as a community with mentors. And so grounded in those two things, we're teaching a skill set that includes SQL, um, data analytics, Tableau, and other data visualization tools, as well as more softer, or I prefer to call them power skills, like structured problem solving um, and stakeholder management. And then on top of that, the industry knowledge that you really need for strategy and ops roles, which includes things like key metrics and business models, um, how a data infrastructure works and how biz ops folks can best leverage that. So that's kind of the overarching skill set that we're teaching. And I'm kind of interested to know, how did you, one, how did you both meet? And then two, kind of, you obviously meant start of this company. How, um, what's the origin story of the, of the company? So the origin story of, of all, the story of how Lauren and I met, um, funnily enough, was, was actually over LinkedIn, which is tied to how we started Skillful. Um, so we were both uh, corporate lawyers, like working at large um, law firms that did like M&A and restructuring for uh, Fortune 500 companies and what the equivalent of the Fortune 500 would be in Toronto. And um, realized like independently and for a variety of reasons that we uh, really wanted to be founders, do something much more entrepreneurial uh, at some point, specifically in a company that's involved in like tech uh, or consumer. And uh, kind of each went through this path of trying to get like really world-class operating experience before doing so, uh, which would namely involve breaking into tech in some capacity, ideally in this sort of like high leverage operating role like biz ops or strategy. Um, and Lauren and I actually met like um, over LinkedIn. Uh, I think Lauren reached out a couple months after like I had made the switch looking for advice and we kept in touch and really like built this great friendship around the shared passion for um, building like the building a career in the 21st century that involves all of these like modern skill sets and management techniques. And uh, well, I suppose like the conversation never really stopped because it, it ended up uh, becoming skillful. So that's funny because my first company I ever started, I wouldn't even call it a company. It was more like a project. But what I, at the time, I felt like a, a company. I found my co-founder through, through that, through a Facebook ad. And I wasn't, running an, I wasn't running an ad to find a co-founder, but I was running an ad. And this guy on Facebook was like, yo, like this ad sucks. He like commented on it. So I like <laughs> I DM'd him like, bro, like what, why give me your feedback? And that turned into... It's about a two-year-long journey, and we're still great. We're like we're still friends, um, but it's just funny how um, these networks, you know, bring people together, which is great. Um, going back to Skillful, so what are some of the jobs? If someone goes through Skillful, what type of target job would they be wanting to get afterwards? Can you kind of share a couple of titles of ideal jobs people would be wanting, or even jobs that you think could exist in the future too, if they don't exist now? Yeah, for sure. So I think the best way to kind of describe the kinds of jobs that participants are interested in is by looking at the mentors. Um, I kind of left out at the beginning when I was describing the program, but 
our model is very centered around mentors. So who you need to know, teaching what you need to know. Um, and so our mentors come from BizOps roles. So their titles are strategy and operations manager. Um, they do strategy and planning. We have someone doing product ops and product management. Um, those types of roles and then also strategic partnerships would be another one and those are typically the roles that the participants are interested in and we see this as a very quick growing field and the skill set that we're teaching is broadly applicable to a ton of different roles um, including all the ones that I just mentioned. And do you have a hard time like communicating and like you're you're taking the boot camp model for like develop like so like coding boot camps super well known now you're taking that model putting it to new skills how is how is how is communicating that to the market working is it blowing up does it take like some capacity of like convincing that like no this works for um kind of biz ops too what have you learned about that that um kind of crossover of model yeah that's that's a really interesting question i so one of the reasons we started Skillful, probably the main reason, is this realization that um, increasingly there's no such thing as a no-code job. Um, I think, like traditionally, if you look at like this like first generation of like startups in the dot-com boom, there's this like like if you read um, like any any old uh, book about that period, you tend to like hear this like really really deep bifurcation between like marketing and business development on one hand, and then like engineers on the other hand. Um, when we started um, like our own paths um, to like get the deep operational skills that we were looking for, um, we pretty quickly realized that there was a big gap between what we had um, been learning or what we like what we thought um, you needed to thrive in business roles in the 21st century and what people were actually doing um, so it, like it turns out that some of the best places on earth to learn um, you know uh, operations or strategy are companies like uber or Google and doordash um, but these are places where you know a quarter of job descriptions require you to have an advanced or at least intermediate understanding of SQL, which is a coding language. Um, the roles you do at these companies are super dynamic and fast changing. Um, you have to be really good at complex data analysis. Like being in strategy or business requires you to sift often through tens or hundreds of thousands of rows of data or more and generate insights in a, this like really quick um, uh, robust way and be able to like run experiments on that data as well. There's also a bit of um, light data science. And then there's all these like new management techniques that are kind of like being written into the playbook. Um, so part of, part of the premise of Skillful is that if you're going to perform these roles, you need to be technical, even if they're not purely engineering roles. The other aspect is that you kind of find with the whole like boot camp model or a mentorship program that it's also a really great way to transfer some of the more intangible skills um, like stakeholder management. How do you approach problems in like the most sophisticated way? Because you're being put in this sort of like high touch environment with people who are doing the role right now. And just to kind of bring that full circle, Matt, um, we've been finding that when we 
speak to potential participants or when people hear about Skillful, it's very much like a, oh, I didn't know this existed. This is kind of exactly what I needed and fills all of the skill gaps and then also like network and industry knowledge gaps that I think I have right now. And do you, do you, do you all have to, do you have to pick platforms that like you, 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 you teach um, specifically, I mean like softwares, right? Like, you know, in Lambda school, they might teach, I don't know, like GitLab. I, I didn't go through Lambda school. I'm just like guessing like GitLab or Slack or whatever. For you, do you kind of have to pit, like bet on the software? Is that like, oh, we think like Airtable is going to be the thing or like MySQL is going to be the thing? Or do you teach all of them? And if it's somewhere, if it's one or the other, how do you pick, either, how do you teach all of them or how do you pick which ones to teach? Because like, I feel like it's hard to teach every platform or solution out there. So how do you kind of think about that? It's a great question. Um, so when we were first launching Skillful, we talked to probably close to 100 people who work in BizOps and really asked them what their day-to-day -day was like, what their roles entail. Um, and that helped us craft the exact content and skill set that we needed to teach to, as well as helped inform what tools we're going to teach people. And the interesting thing is, yes, every company differs in terms of whether they use Tableau or Looker or some other software. But if you understand how to use one and you learn it in a way that's very kind of entrepreneurial, you're learning on your own, you're just getting guidance, but it's not handholding, it's really easy to transfer those skills to whatever tool the specific company uses. And you, if you were to kind of take everything that you're doing, well, actually, but before I ask that question, I'm curious, how do you get the word out about it? Because it's a new concept. Like, this is very important. Like, this is extremely important work you're doing. Um, I, you know, I myself am, you know, I, I feel like I, I know I'm pretty good at like this, like operation, back office, no codes, low code type stuff. Um, so, and, I, and I'm able to do a lot with it. So teaching that kind of skill set is, is crucial. But how do you communicate um, this to the market? How do you get the word out about it? And um, has it taken a little bit of time to like get the market used to what you're doing or have they gotten it immediately? Yeah, um, most people that we've spoken to have gotten it immediately. Um, but we've been focusing in terms of growth right now on like the vast majority of it has been word of mouth. Uh, so when we kicked off the first few um, enrollments, we, I mean, through our customer interviews and the fact that like this is a problem that we had encountered and we knew a lot of people facing it, sort of had a decent backlog of people who were waiting for something like this. Then also obviously had some friends who were enrolled in MBA programs who helped spread the word on campus. And since then, uh, a lot of the people who have been signing up are friends of people who have gone through a program. And if you kind of zoom out for a second, you're doing everything day to day. It's kind of hard to, you know, look, sometimes it's hard to look out at the big vision when you're kind of in, in the weeds. But if you, if you had to take what you're doing, go up 10,000 feet and take a look, um, what, what does this company look like in a decade? Or I guess in other words, what's the vision um, for the company and, and what direction are you guys rowing in? Yeah, I would say there are two parts to that vision. Um, I can maybe start with the first one, which is that we really want to own this, um, this category of technical, uh, uh, technical skills training for non-technical or non-engineering uh, career paths in tech, um, which if you kind of zoom out and you look at the trajectory of companies like Uber 
uh, DoorDash and on-demand marketplaces, but also other consumer-facing businesses and, and even now um, software companies. Uh, we're really starting to see this become uh, like a new career path for, um, for people who want to build um, something in tech that didn't necessarily exist before. Um, so this is really like this modern business skill set that involves data-driven decision-making, ambiguous problem-solving, a mix of hard and soft skills that might be within BizOps and uh, might be in roles that are adjacent to BizOps. And we really see ourselves being the go-to destination for training for those roles. And then just to tag on to that, kind of the second key piece that um, we're finding really interesting and that we're, we're really zeroed in on is creating this new model of learning where you have multiple different stakeholders, in our case, participants, team leads, and more senior level mentors who are all benefiting in their own unique ways from one shared learning experience. So for us, um, obviously, we've described how participants benefit from the program, but team leads who work in BizOps roles at companies like Uber and Instacart also get a chance to hone their craft, help others. Um, and these are people who are rising stars in their organizations and they're keen to do everything they can to um, get feedback, practice managing a team or leading a team. And then we have even more senior level mentors who are excited to help shape a talent pipeline and what we're teaching um, the next generation of BizOps folks um, and be involved in the community that we're building. And I think that all really centers around Chris and I, our shared passion for helping people achieve their highest career potential in a way that's accessible, both from a price and time perspective. And to make that happen, you obviously need some help. Um, and luckily we have all the forward thinking founder listeners that are here to help. So I'm curious, how can the, how can the community help? Are you hiring? Are you looking for investors? Are you, you know, more students or customers? How is the, uh, how's the listeners able to assist? So if, uh, if anyone who's part of the forward thinking founders community, um, is in business school right now or has friends who are currently in business school, uh, any introductions would be amazing, whether they're prospective customers or not, just meeting people um, who are kind of like in this demographic and market is always super helpful to us. And if someone wanted to get in touch, they wanted to like learn more, find out, um, find out more about it, how can, they, how can they find you? What's your URL? Can they find you on social media? Can they, uh, can they email you? How can someone get in touch? So yeah, our website sorry. is, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, Lauren. No, you go ahead. Our website is joyandskillful.com. And um, anyone can absolutely get in touch with us. Um, just chris at joyandskillful.com. So that's K-R-I-S at joyandskillful.com. And Lauren at joyandskillful.com. L-O-R-E-N. Um, yeah. Or find us on LinkedIn. All right. Well, thank you both so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks, Thanks for, having for having us, us Matt. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising. 
fundraising, the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually, one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city. Join the city and you'll see immediately the the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event, and I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.